When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the Marvel Stuff Podcast, where we break down all things about why I wasn't on the last episode. That's what we're going to talk about all day. Yeah, I know, Cody. I I do all this effort to be in the podcast all the time, and you miss one episode. Yeah, he's the only one with the perfect record. There's one episode without me on it, and I'm Josh Kennedy from Facebook, in case that wasn't obvious by my voice. Of course, we're going to talk about it. I'm joined today by... Hey, that's me. I'm Coach. You did just hear Josh Kennedy from Facebook. He's live now on our page. So hope you guys are watching along. Uh, other two people joining us, of course, is everyone's fan favorite down below is Ray. Yay. And everyone's, I'm... he's okay. Colin. Yay. There Yay. Is. Awesome. Yeah. Welcome in, guys. We're super excited uh, to break down, of course, another episode of Loki. Talk about all things going on in the Marvel uh, sphere, including the Marvel Cinematic Universe, movie shows, all that good stuff. Uh, we're going to jump right into the episode. And hopefully you guys stick around to learn some some nice little nuggets of news to help you get hyped for future projects as well. Um, first of all, let's just break it out to the open. What do you guys think of the episode? Do we think it's good? Good. And surprisingly, I've seen a lot, a lot of, um, so especially IGN, uh, IGN rated this episode like the worst out of all the new episodes that came out. And I was like, what? Like, that made no sense to me. My favorite, but I did call the fake timekeepers, so you're all... Yeah. Yeah. So, I I thought it was good. There were a lot of Easter eggs, especially at the end, and this was the first Loki episode that actually had a real after-credit scene, so that was pretty cool to see. Yeah, it felt a little weird to me, because Loki, all throughout episode three, was very drunk and chaotic, and then it just all of a sudden he wasn't anymore and they they just it didn't feel like it flowed very well like i still don't have a reason as to why he was so stupid in episode three yeah your boy was bummed that it didn't turn out that the whole episode wasn't real because i was really rooting for that to be all a mirage but it turns out i was wrong and i'm sad about it so is is that episode four's fault or episode three's fault for not being uh not being quite up to snuff I don't know. It's kind of a mix of both because it's just, it doesn't feel consistent. And I feel like if you kind of split up that energy and had a nice balance between the two episodes, it would have fit better. I don't know. If I ha- if a reason comes up why he was acting that way, then it'll make sense and flow better for me. I'll but... take the reason right now. The dude's in love. People do crazy things when we're in love. 
even when it's with ourselves and and we'll i mean get and, to that. yeah and 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 that's actually kind of funny and uh and, and something else that i keep seeing online is people are saying like it's not lady loki and um and i just think it's it's it, it's a whole complicated thing but um uh because of she she goes by sylvie and she's a version of enchantress um and people are upset because people keep calling her lady loki which i think is dumb well um, it's it's interesting because it's it's clearly supposed to be a female version of loki but it's also yes. clearly supposed to be enchantress it's normally aren't the same person but mm-hmm. this show is clearly going with that they are the same person so yeah let's i'm not worried about that stuff um before we get too far is you guys watch the episode and you didn't watch the after credits like Colin said there is an after credits so don't freak out word not mid credits yeah it is mid credit yeah because there's more credits after i was just yeah, yeah. let's get technical here everyone give josh a nice little golf clap good oh, job uh but yes so if you know why we're not crying on this episode it's because we saw uh the mid credit scenes and you should too well, hey david well Ray i, I mean right. i yeah, yeah. anyway yeah, I, I was going to say, there there was a scene which I'll talk about where that really got to me because of what that person said, but we'll get to it later in the breakdown. Yes, I've got a I, lot to say when it comes yeah. to the end. <laughs> we will get to the end. And we will get there when we get there. Anyway, moving on. Start at the beginning, because that's uh, yes. usually where the beginning is. Uh, let's just jump right into it. We see the TVA. Sure Christopher doing Nolan little... Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> we, we did see the TVA doing a little TVA stuff. I did find it interesting that we didn't see a lot of what the bombing of the timeline did. Like they didn't... Yeah, I thought that was super weird. Like, we got to see the timeline again, and everything looked fine. I'm like, did these right. magic timekeepers somehow fix all of those things? And if that's the case, then if it's that easy, then why do they have a whole, like, corporation of people to, like, keep the sacred timeline when really they could fix it in two seconds? It was really weird. So... So something that I found um, very interesting was that they that they showed the beginning of uh, I'm, I, I don't care what people say, but I'm just going to call her the female version of Loki. So Sylvie. Uh, yeah. the name. it's Sylvia. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, well, well, if you remember, I have a starting problem. So that's why. Um, uh, but S- Sylvie, uh, we uh, we uh, see her um, as I mean, as as a kid. And she gets taken from uh, from Asgard, and that's also a different view of Asgard that we've never seen before of like mm-hmm. the back of the palace like that, which I thought was yeah, pretty kind of cool. neat. Yeah, and uh, uh, um, and what I thought was interesting was that we really don't know why uh, why they claimed that. Yes, David, I know. <laughs> sure, so, David. And, 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 and 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 we also talked about that. I have a starting problem, so thanks for that. But uh, but anyways, uh, the uh, the reason why that I think is interesting is because of they never really explained like why like her existing was you know disturbing the sacred timeline. Like I they have a never clarified of ideas. That. Like we Let's don't know. Them. We don't know what her nexus event was, but I've seen a couple of different theories floating around. And one is that um, Loki, like if Loki, if our Loki is the Loki from the sacred timeline, then Sylvie is obviously a variation of this Loki. And this Loki is like presenting female. And that could possibly be against what the timekeepers want. Uh, Or 
she is when she's playing with those toys in the palace she's playing them like heroically and like saving the day and like not being like a little evil mischievous yes. kid that's so, deep cuts right there. Uh, if yeah. that's if that's the case, I'm gonna be a little disappointed. So she's, <laughs> she seems like a like a good person, and when the TVA takes her, she's very concerned about the other guy who's being hurt. So she obviously is very compassionate about other people. So I don't know if that's part of the issue. She was also told that she was adopted early on, so that could be part of the issue. I'm not I'll be super bummed if that's actually why it is that the fact that like she yeah. played with their toys wrong and then she loses her childhood, that'd it, be pretty lame. It seems like the sacred timeline as it's being presented in this show isn't necessarily one story because there are variants, like I guess not variants, variations of characters that they're okay with. So they seem to be okay with multiple different realities existing at the same time. Right. Um yes. so the fact that she's nice or that she's and it's i don't think they're ever going to explain and tell us why she was a variant well but. so so I, I i think what the show is doing um uh and and it makes sense why is because of this show is kind of setting up the idea of the other series that's coming out this summer called what if and it's going to have various you know different timelines of what could have happened and, and uh, uh and i'm still wrapping my head around the whole like you know certain certain things can happen in the timeline um like for example like the avengers in endgame can travel back in time steal the infinity stones and then loki takes one and then they all go berserk but apparently the avengers were allowed to steal that version of the tesseract and then loki broke it i mean it just sounds like they're being hypocritical so i'm i'm, I'm really curious you know if it's going to be a president of Oz situation where it's someone behind the curtain and it ends up being Loki. I keep hearing that where it's like a different version of Loki that is behind the actual um, uh, timekeepers and stuff. I mean, it could be. See, I think why they went after Loki is because the Avengers were traveling back in the sacred timeline, but when Loki took the Tesseract and jumped, he jumped to, like, he created a new timeline when he did that. Whereas, like, the Avengers were traveling in one timeline. I think that's kind of the basis of what it's going on. I, I, All I these timelines ma- don't make sense to me. Yeah, I, I brought it up in a previous episode that, like, we're, it's it, the weirdest thing that we're so nitpicky about the logic of a show like this when it's all about the trickster North, Mars, Norse yeah. god and, like, mythology and the Marvel Universe. is like, I can understand that we're trying to make sense of everything, but at the same time, this is a fictional universe that right. nothing really has to make sense. Yeah. It never will. It never will. Time right. travel is a very tricky thing. And, and I remember when a lot of people first saw Endgame, people were like, but that doesn't make sense. I mean, because for a while there, like, you know, the, the like main t- time travel movies we had were, you know, Back to the Future and Terminator and, and all those movies. And, and, and they had a strict way of doing time travel. And then when Endgame came out, they totally changed the way that they look at, like, I feel like the MCU kind of changed the rules of how we look at time travel. And and they're trying to put it in this show, but it's still confusing because they still haven't fully explained it, in my opinion. Time travel yeah, I mean, just doesn't exist. That's that's yeah, all there is to it. You can make up your own rules as, as far they go. As you know, Josh so Kennedy like, from Facebook, as far as you hard, know. <laughs> You can make your own rules. If you make your own movie, you make your own fictional universe, you can play with time travel however you want. I'm going to turn it back in time. 
to where we were talking about the Loki episode. So if we reverse back in time about five minutes, we were talking about what happened in Loki episode four. We're going to get right back into there. Uh-huh. Well, technically, this is called Marvel stuff, so we were technically talking about. But anyways, go ahead, Cody. I know, but right he's here, he's a variant. <laughs> no one listened, Colin. He's obviously a variant. We'll prune him after the episode. Um, which pruning is his own weird thing. But yeah, it was. It seems like the whole bombing of the timeline. They're just wetting it off as it was a distraction to get them into the into the TVA and try to attack the timekeepers. That's what it feels like. So. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of looks swept like under the rug a little bit. If they don't come back to it, though, I, I don't think they will. It, that, that's going to be a pet peeve of mine in this show that they had all this build up. There's like, oh, the sacred timeline. And it's like, eh, you can mess it up and it doesn't actually matter. Like, that's going to bug me if that's the yeah, case. Well, I mean, the whole TVA seems like it's a lie thing. So it may, that's I'd true. be fine with it. But the TVA is kind of not scrambling so much as you would think they were doing, but they're just kind of casually trying to find where these Lokis were. We just saw them on their weird planet, they're both going to die, and then all of a sudden, the TVA comes to the rescue, sort of, to arrest them. Well, they see they see a huge spike right. on and the that- timeline. There's a really big nexus event, and the line is almost perpendicular to the sacred timeline, yeah. uh, which we've never seen before. A vertical line, as opposed to it looking like veins. It just went straight yes. up more than anything. Yeah, and, it was, yeah. and the, the interesting part is obviously that nothing is really happening, other than that they're in the same the two, place. The two locations are in the same kind of place. Falling in love and all that, yeah. So, um, so I think, because last episode we had talked that um, perhaps Loki was being so crazy to um, create a Nexus event to bring the attention of the TVA so they could um, get them off of Lamentus One. Um, and this, it's the same, that's exactly how they found them. Um but it wasn't through Loki doing like big chaotic things to draw attention, um, which I I have I will explain the entire Nexus event once we get to the end. Right, thinks she's got it locked in. I um, think I got it. So, <laughs> Doesn't have writing credits on the show. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, the, so they're under arrest. They're going through that whole thing. Um, what did we think of? Of Loki's punishment of his little prison, the Lady Sif getting to. I was okay. to see her come back. That's for sure. Okay, I loved the nod to Norse mythology with that. I was because, just gonna say that, right? Because the whole <laughs> sequence is based off of Norse mythology when Sif was asleep and then wakes up and her she has like basically magical golden hair. Yes. And she wakes up and it's like shaved off because Loki did it for a laugh and so Thor, she's Rapunzel. Yeah, Thor, her husband in Norse mythology, was not too pleased with that and uh, beat Loki up. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that eventually leads to the creation of the Mjolnir, right? That whole situation where they they had, they had to come up with three different gifts to give the different gods to replace Lady Sif's hair. They gave one to Odin, and then they hired these you know goblins or something from a different uh planet and they made the meal near and loki messed with them and then the handle was too short so that's why it's yeah i'm not gonna pretend i'm an expert i don't particularly Um, remember it's been a while since i read up i just heard it like (laughs) a month ago so i think i'm all right i think i'm on um and i i was gonna say i don't think it was goblins i think it was dwarves which i know know it wasn't goblins i was just saying yeah Well, all right. Um, Welcome to the Norse Mythology Stuff podcast. (laughs) I'm sorry, what's the name of the show? Okay, Coach, it's called Marvel Stuff. 
It's called Marvel Stuff Podcast. We can talk about stuff that involves Marvel. It's okay. Deal with it. All right, it. go ahead, go ahead. He's, he's just trying to wrangle us in. Go ahead. I'm just messing with you guys. Um, okay. Well, 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 actually, I, I did want to talk about Lady Sif. So, so I think the reason why th- that they also put Lady Sif in this episode is because of um, she's confirmed to be in Thor and uh, the and Thor Thor four. Yeah. So, um, so I, I I think while they were filming that, well, actually, you know what? It wouldn't make sense because of they filmed they like just started filming the new Thor this year. So. Yeah, no, the, uh, the the filming doesn't line up, but I also yeah. agree that I think they are going to bring back Lady Sif finally. Yeah, well, so finally did. get Agents of Shield as a reference, right? Right, we're all pumped about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. did wrap on Love and Thunder. Yeah, already. So I am still getting over the fact how they killed the 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 three warriors. Like, I mean, I was really upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, because of because of because if they killed Zach Levi's character like that, like just a dagger in the chest and he was dead, like not even a fight or anything. And... Yeah, well, to be fair, he didn't even play that character in the first movie. It was a different actor, yeah, so it didn't matter that much. <laughs> I wasn't that worried about it. But I well, respect I, I respect your dedication to tertiary characters. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and that's I love it. Uh, man, I, cool. I thought it was a cool moment. I thought it was, you know, obviously TVA, their prisons are going to be these time paradox loop things, which are always great. Uh, obviously, my favorite scene is the Dormammu of come to bargain scene. So yep. it was right up my alley. I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed all the little uh, back and forth with uh, Owen Wilson and, and Loki there. A lot of good acting I thought was going on. Um, a lot of intrigue as they, as they oh, um, debated uh, who knows what. Uh, a uh, a big Easter egg towards um towards Blade um like like after they are shortly captured is when Mobius um uh, talks to one of the people where he's like yeah um we have brought oh, aliens Titans and vampires but Loki's are the ones that gave us the biggest problems and that that that's a big tie into uh to the new movie coming out which is called Morbius Morbius. and uh and and then you know blade when it comes out so i think i think they're doing those kind of subtle hints just kind of build stuff up they're good at that yeah motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill man when mobius was interrogating loki in that scene um i listened to and watch a lot of true crime stuff and I found it really interesting that as soon as the pressure was put on Loki, usually in interrogations when you're under pressure, um, a lot of times people will do false confessions um, or that's when they'll cover for somebody uh, to protect them. And I found it really interesting that Loki instantly started to lie to protect Sylvie. And I don't know that he's ever done that before. Well, yeah, that was the whole, I think the whole revelation of that conversation and, uh, and Mo- Morbius. Mobius. I know it's Mobius. Mobius, sorry. It's my fault because I said Morbius. Owen Wilson does a great job of, uh, of really extracting that out. And he kind of, like he said, he slowly deflects on Loki until he, he sees Loki's weakness. Um, he calls him right out for his feelings that he's never felt. And, gets the information he needs 
Yeah, yeah we actually got, he... finally got the theme of the whole show. It's actually just self-love, but in the creepiest yeah. way possible. So when Mobius tells Loki that Sylvia's been pruned, uh, you can see it. Here we gonna here we go with my really nice close details. His there's a tear in his eye, yeah. and I think it's because he has a he has some sort of connection with Sylvie because there some connection. It's he loves himself. I will get to all of that. Don't worry. He loves her very much. It's so very, it's very sweet. He's found somebody who understands how he feels in the universe, um, and he's firmly believed that he was meant to be alone forever but now there's somebody who's like him and understands his experiences so he realizes he isn't actually alone but when he hears that sylvie's been pruned that reinforces what that time loop we just experienced with sif telling him over and over and over again you are alone and you always will be um so i felt like that really drove that idea home for him yep Yep, that's a perfect way to put it. I think the screenwriters did a good job. That was a great acting to tie it together. Perfect writing. Loved it. Um, one of my favorite parts of the whole episode. It leads to, I mean, as this is happening, uh, Enchantress is kind of getting away because the whole TVA is actually variants who are repurposed, mind-controlled, whatever. That whole storyline's going on. I'm not as interested in that, but you guys can riff on it if you have any strong take I, it I was cool when she, I was just gonna say I don't remember her name but her character got it's developed a little bit more kind of cool she ends up being the hero of uh, the episode really so I was like hey cool we finally get some use out of this character that pretty much just started as a bully so is it uh is, is it a c20 is it um, c20 is the other one she just said it b15 b15 c20 is the one who's dead a bit pruned uh, well, dead. I don't think she's actually dead. Well, well, who knows? We'll see. We're not quite no, sure what's going on there, but yeah, she might be dead. <laughs> and then there's the whole intrigue. Um, the the storyline I did enjoy is the whole Owen Wilson finding out that he's one in like. Oh yeah, I was super. That was very cool. And how quickly he uh, he's willing to betray the TVA once he learns that information. So that was interesting. Of course, it uh, immediately means nothing because he just gets caught. As soon as it happens. And he what? cries again. He does. Loki cry cries when he loses Mobius. Because oh, he's established. That was so of a sad. He'll be fine. He established. Hopefully. Okay, but Loki doesn't know that. Loki doesn't no. know that. But when he, he wakes up, he's gone. You know? <laughs> so he lost somebody who like believed in him and was fighting mm -hmm. for him like he did with Frigga and this Loki never really experienced Frigga's death he just learned about it how it was supposed to happen um and so I think that's it's kind of the same sort of emotions um going through him and he's he lost somebody who was supportive of him and believed in him um we, uh, we got Wait. another introspective look at Loki while he was, like, dealing with the Lady yeah. Sif torture where he finally was just yeah. like, you're right, I am alone. I use this as a defense mechanism and stuff. It's like, hey, we're we're all acknowledging ourselves here. That's good. Yeah, sometimes so, I'm uh, like, yeah, that's great. And other times I'm like, he did this in the movies sometimes, too. Like, well, he, well, but and, this Loki hasn't. That's true. Right. This Loki and, hasn't, yeah. Uh, and and something... Thought. 
And something that the show kind of had to do was kind of speed up all of his redemption stuff in just a couple of episodes because of I, I think what they tried to do is they tried to get where Loki got in um like uh, his personality and yeah. and the and the third Thor movie and uh um uh and what they're trying to do with Loki show is they are trying to catch up to that point because of I think people really liked that like nice redemption personality that they yeah. built for Loki in the movie. We've talked about that. That's that's pretty much what the episode one was was catching him up yeah. to where it made sense in the timeline for us to kind of watch. Oh, one more thing, twenty fifty. Uh, that was on the little dial. The recording of C twenty being interrogated. It was the year twenty fifty. So that's cool. I don't know if that was confirmed or not, but I noticed it this time. Yeah, that's great. Twenty fifty MCU forever. <laughs> Not quite three thousand. <laughs> what I what I wonder though is 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 that interesting? Is it? I don't know that I love watching Loki have the same growth that I've already seen him have. They could have just had him steal the Tesseract, and you know, at some point, they could have had him steal it anywhere they wanted in Endgame. Okay, for a margin of a second, I was pumped that he kind of died. I was almost kind of happy i was like oh sylvie's gonna be the new loki of the mcu this is gonna be cool i didn't you are not the first person to say that yeah it's tom hiddleston so and it's his show they're not gonna kill him i was like for half a second i was like huh this is this is a fun direction but yeah they um it is what it is they uh I mean, when when that happened for a split second, I thought they were going like full Game of Thrones. I mean, uh, I mean, of where like <laughs> they kill. The yeah, yeah. I mean, of uh, of of where they're just killing main characters. I'm just like, oh wow, like oh, that could have been the introduction of Richard Madden's character from the Eternals. <laughs> he shows up with the red weddings. <laughs> There's too many shots from all the the trailers and stuff that I knew. I knew. Yeah, yeah. I, like, no, I know. Uh, but it was it was what it was. Uh, good stuff. Eventually, so let's we'll jump back into the chronological nonsense here. They get brought up the elevator. Um, they're getting introduced to the the timekeepers per se, whatever which that means. I don't know which episode we talked about this in, but um, we were talking about how there's some similarities stylistically between Loki and Doctor Who, and uh, oh, I think yeah. Josh was the one who the said. One. Yeah, and then I pointed but, out the Snowpiercer reference that it's very similar to. Yeah, because you you're like you mentioned uh, how they should have a bigger budget mm-hmm. uh, for animation and stuff than Doctor Who, and as soon as we went in to see the Timekeepers and we saw them move, I I said, "What in the Doctor Who animation is this?" Because they look <laughs> so weird. Which yeah. we find out is think, because yeah. they're animatronics. It was also intentional for sure. There, it's like almost like, hey, what do you guys think of these aliens? They don't look as good as they do in the movies. And yeah. yeah, then they animatronics. When, when I when I saw them, I was like, okay, I doubt that Marvel would like cut a budget for that this badly, and they just kind of move a little weird. And then yeah. when you see it's animatronic, all of that animation is suddenly, it, it's perfect. It works yeah, I was waiting amazing. for uh, Chuck E. Cheese to come out in the front and be the lead singer <laughs> for the rest well, of the Time Lords. Well, so uh, so it is funny that you mentioned Doctor Who because of um, the uh, the uh, main theme of, I mean, of the instrument that they use for the main theme of Loki is the same um, type of thing that they use for the Doctor Who theme as well. So. All right, catch you guys oh, on the next on episode the of the Doctor Who podcast. 
But as of right now, <laughs> you know what? Every single time I've mentioned something, you're like, we need to stay on track. We're allowed to talk about these Not things. Not true. That, was, very... that was the first time I said it. That was too far of a reference. I'm just saying. You went one step too far. Just one. You talked about Doctor Who. Good work, David. Five Nights at Freddy's. So welcome on to the Five Nights at Freddy's <laughs> podcast. Where we talk about all things. I'm just messing with you guys. You guys want to do a Twitch stream and time. play Five Nights at Freddy's? <laughs> no, I, I hate that game. I know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but anyways, we need to stay on course. So yeah, anyway, exactly. that... so there's five different nights that you're staying at Freddy's. You see what I mean? It starts with the first night, and then you go. That's okay. It's it progressively anyway, harder. Go ahead. Ray. So when they go to face the timekeepers, um, I found it a little weird that Loki made the comment, uh, "I've died many times before, mm-hmm. so bring it on." Essentially. Um, because this Loki hasn't died multiple times. This yeah, Loki is from Avengers. He might have. He may, he so I'm wondering, history. how many times has he died? Played dead before? Well, how well, many times has he made Thor mad enough to kill him? Because in Norse mythology, yeah. it's a lot. It's so a lot. He, uh, uh, he. He also may be talking about the the Avengers timeline that I mean uh, uh, that he saw. So th- oh. that might be a reference that he might be making oh, too. Yeah, that's fair. And die, yeah, die means its own thing, as we find out. No matter every time we feel like we see a permanent death, it could mean a lot of different things. So, uh, yeah, this one didn't feel permanent to me. You, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that honestly is so true. I mean, because of we've got Loki faking his death, we have Coulson who had a whole show where he didn't die, and 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 and, and like and they he, never mentioned him again. Nobody's... That is not true. That is not true. He did show up in uh, in Captain Marvel. So that's true. nobody's death is cool. permanent except for Tony Stark. We'll find out, won't we? And Black Widow. Shut up. Anyway, so um, I did. A little further back, um, and when they're in the elevator to the timekeepers, Sylvie asks, um, how is it pronounced? Ravana? Ravana? Ravana. Renslayer. Renslayer. I know how to pronounce that one. Renslayer. Um, She asks her, what was my next event? Like, what did I do? And I got so mad when she just casually said i don't remember like, oh yeah that like moved her up in the villain rankings you're of the not, MCU. you're not important <laughs> and then the timekeepers call her nothing but a cosmic disappointment i was like okay i a came robot? here to have a good time and you're honestly attacking me right now <laughs> <laughs> oh but oh, the yeah. fight sequence in um in the room with the timekeepers is boring had oh, no, direct no parallels with uh, Ray and Kylo in the throne room with Snoke battling. I was just like, I love funny. all of this. That's very funny. Slayer timing. of Knights of Ren, yeah. Just because yeah. David commented that before you even started talking, that's great. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, it was interesting. I thought it was boring. I didn't like it in the Star Wars movie either. I just, I mean, it was they're fine fights. Okay, first okay, of all, I loved now, it in the Star Wars okay, movie. now this is where I draw the line and say, let's continue because you have no, no right. right to talk. <laughs> He's so mad. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, well, I, uh, I think the whole knife fighting and the weird fighting with those weird prune things just isn't 
interesting to me. It makes me anxious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because like, like I know, I know. I mean, now I'm really curious of what powers those. Like, I, yeah. I mean, like, well, 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 what's the, what's the source? Uh, I mean, that that powers those sticks because you're like evaporating someone, and now we find out that possibly it just takes you to maybe like a pocket dimension. I mean, what is the source of that power? Of I mean, of those small sticks because it, it just can't be one source. It's got to be multiple of them in in the actual stats. So yeah, that's a good question. Curious. I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, I doubt we'll ever find out the answer, to be honest. But I have a question for the panel. Do we think that the place he shows up is going to be the MCU's version of, like, a purgatory? Because that's been done in movies and TV shows, and that'd be an interesting way to go about it. I don't um, think so. I don't think it's no. going to be purgatory. I, um, uh, I think it's just another pocket dimension, which I think you guys talked about it, too. Um, but the TVA could possibly be in the quantum realm and that would be like you know the perfect time for kang the conqueror um because if we did see um in, in the background in the second ant-man and um movie of where like if, if if you look to when um when hank is talking to his wife there is like this small like city in the background and it looks very similar to to what the tva looks like so i could see them doing that um I'm glad uh, you pointed that out because i've watched it in the wasp total of one time so i just oh, okay. have not gotten back <laughs> to it never would have got that reference <laughs> and yeah, i like, yeah. like those yeah, jokes I'm... are funny once and then yeah, i'm over the movie i think that's what i think is more interesting is do you think the tva knows that their pruning sends into a weird direction or do you think that they think they're deleting them forever I think I don't some think of anyone of the TV. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, maybe one person. Maybe Ransler. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Her. But I mean, but but you know, everyone else are 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 time variants, which they got their minds erased. And they're so. under the impression that they were made by the time yeah. lords. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking episode five will kind of be like like the kind of backstory of uh of of Renslayer, where like we learn more about the time. Um, about the, I was gonna say Time Lords, but I mean, but but about the Timekeepers and, uh, um, and how it really came together, and maybe we might get a King the Conqueror Easter egg there, um, but uh, because of Episode Six is Six is supposed to be the finale, so yeah, I think, that's what I was gonna ask. Is it going to be six or eight? Did we get a confirmation on how many episodes this one's gonna be? Six, six episodes okay. because they are around the same length as Falcon and the well Captain America and 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 and, and the Winter Soldier episodes. Yeah, I so, wouldn't I love it if it was like the WandaVision where like the penultimate episode was just a, a flashback to the villain story. But I yeah, mean, we, it's a trope. Okay. We, they've done it already. But I mean, maybe they'll do it. We'll we'll see. I hope they don't do a deep dive on Renslayer because I just. I don't care enough about her. I don't want to see her backstory. I hope that she's just gone at the end of the show and we never have to think about her again. She, I, I don't want her to sing at all. I was well, very interested she's... in her in the very beginning. She was very intriguing to me and I kind of liked her, but they, now I they hate got her. You. They got well, you. Yeah, they because you. if she killed Loki, I mean, I, no, I, I, mean, I, I like, hate I, her for quite a few reasons. That just. Oh, okay. Is on the list. <laughs> that I like. I, I mean, uh, that scene where, like, we where you know it's still up in the air if he's actually dead, but of where Mobius, you know, um, gets pruned. That like line, he's like, "I would love to be yeah. back from the time where I came from, and I would love to ride a jet ski." And then he gets pruned. Yeah. I'm just like, "Well, I want to see that scene. I want to see him like, man, like it's it's a jet ski, and then like he he just does something with a jet ski, like it's just yeah. building up to where." 
We might have him. I'd be pumped. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. I hope he's back. He's great. Um, so hopefully he gets the Loki treatment and he gets to be alive somewhere. I hope we get Vince Vaughn in the MCU well, and they, he goes back to the world of Redding Crashers. <laughs> that's how the movie, that's how the show ends with all. Okay. Yeah, so in the mid-season trailer, we see Mobius in a car driving past the like pyramids. We do? Yeah. I don't remember oh, seeing I that, but it, totally I, mean, I don't know if it was that. That sounds oh, okay. like the kind of thing you would just put in a trailer, though. It's like, oh, well, more okay, time well, jumping. Well, you know what? <laughs> why is it not a jet ski? That's what I'm saying. Drive the jet ski. There's no water. I've heard people, you know, I've heard people use water items on sand. Like people have used tubes on sand, like down, like down hills. That's not and stuff. a motor, bro. You can't. Dip they could a motor totally of a do jet it in some way. Into the dirt and expect it to it's work. Doable. I I it's doable. I guarantee it's doable course and rough wrong podcast oh, what? <laughs> it's sorry. everywhere i got distracted sorry okay but <laughs> yeah, so uh, hopefully that means back that'd be great yeah um and and the different versions of loki th- that we see when like he wakes up from getting pruned that was genius Is it time because to it... talk about the star of the, the show credit scene? yes Croc <laughs> loki <laughs> Croc. I gotta relook. Does anyone have that photo? I didn't see a Croc Loki. Here, honestly, here. I didn't notice him. Um, uh, uh, kid, uh, uh, kid Loki was holding him. He was and, holding uh, a crocodile. Wearing I thought Loki it looked like a goat because I didn't really look down yet. Uh, so I yeah. guess that's. Uh, uh, and we also see the multiverse um, version of Thor Mjolnir being held yeah. by. Uh, okay, yeah, it's definitely a crocodile. Good. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Uh, the um, and, and I can't think of the actor's green. name. What? I um, uh, I can't think Is of the actor's name. Things? He looks like him. Who? The kid Loki. He looks kind of like that. Uh, no, no. Curly head kid from Stranger Things. I feel like I doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Keep moving. I um, am super like oddly happy about that really ugly green and yellow comic book suit. Oh my god, I was yeah. so, I was like, that's so gross. I love it. It looks well, like a I, pineapple. That that is like the classic like Loki costume. I know. Like from the comics yeah. when he made his first appearance. And it's I like so how these ugly. shows these shows keep doing that. Oh, we got the Halloween episode of WandaVision. We got yeah. to see their stupid comic accurate costumes. Yeah, it's because the idiots that do podcasts like us love them so much. I so know. Weird. Yeah, the, uh, they also pay us a lot of money to mention it. Like, the, we're well, that's true. They, they like there it is. Us. The, yeah, so the only thing I didn't, as if the only thing I don't love about that outfit is that it it drew my eyes only to it. So I like. That's why I, I see now the croc. I thought it was yeah. a goat because I didn't look close enough. I was looking at the guy in the stupid green costume. Yeah, I know. The okay. um and. And that's an actual like famous actor. I I, I was surprised by it. I I he he's like in almost everything, but I can't think of his name. All right, you Google that um, while we keep talking. Go okay, ahead, okay, right. but somebody write this down because now we need merch of Croc Loki, and the caption is just "It's a goat." It's a goat. All right. <laughs> you got people I want... these ideas, but I David, I write it down. I don't have infinite, Oh, oh, so uh, um, so I want Goat uh, Loki on a shirt. Not the Croc Loki. I want it to be Goat Loki, so it's only funny to us and our four fans. So the guy, four fans. uh, So the guy that is playing classic Loki is Richard E. Grant, um, and uh, 
and he's been in Star Wars. He has, um, uh, he he was in Logan, Game of Thrones. He has been in a couple of things. So I, I, as as soon as I heard his voice, I was like, I I know who that is. But yeah, I want to watch Logan now. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? That's great. I can talk about that all day. Oh, Uh, um, also, I watch with closed captions. Um, so when that end credit scene starts and Loki wakes up and says, is like, am I in hell? Is this hell or whatever? It's, H- it's H E L, which is the Norse that. hell. And I was like, yes. I like it. <laughs> yes. There's, there's some guy out there that's super pumped that we noticed that he's like, it's the same guy like <laughs> that named Ajax soap. He's like, ah, I took all of grease down, but no one got the joke until yeah. 20 years later. <laughs> Good. Yes, okay. we're out there. Uh, we're out there noticing stuff. Um, I do want to ask: Do we think anything interesting about what's going to happen now during this week? Do you think that's where the next episode is going to start? And they're just I gonna... have a question. I want to know. I just I want to know if this is the same place that everyone that gets pruned goes, right? Or if anyone goes am... to a different pocket dimension, like you were saying, with their own variants. I don't really know what's going on yet. Well, I'm 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 thinking it might be because of at some point we see President Loki in the trailers and and yes. there's some different thugs and different people there from different times. So I'm thinking that's it, but I'm more excited that that they're in like uh like where they are, you can see the Avengers Tower like all messed up and everything. So I'm really curious about the backstory of where they are. I'm definitely thinking it's a pocket dimension of some sorts or or it might be like the end of time or something like that like who, who knows? yeah it is all it loki's is. go to the same place and all owen wilson's go to the same place that's what i was it's, saying wow. i was saying does everyone go to their own pocket dimension when they get pruned with other versions of themselves yeah because that would be is, so many it is curious that as soon as loki wakes up he's surrounded by other loki's and not just because other the, people yeah. and it's like why are there loki's exactly there yeah i would love to see they did say that they've been hunting loki variants forever so i'm thinking maybe that's why like they even showed all the versions of variants so maybe he's just like they're trying to catch him in every way they can so they gotta catch them all same place yeah very pokemon you mean lokimon gotta catch them all (laughs) (laughs) i don't know that one comment below if you thought that was any oh come on i want to know what y'all i want to keep them make colin feel bad about himself no i didn't say that don't comment everything i've said since i've been on here only comment if it's a good joke (laughs) hey look no comment you can comment (laughs) if you think he has a stupid hat that's fine wow okay brutal okay is it is it time to talk about can um, I take a nap? I, I have one more note. I have okay, one more note. You go. Okay, so Colin just brought something up that I thought was interesting that, like, the end of time is kind of what you said. You just said. Yeah. And Marvel very much is leaning into the post apocalyptic timeline, like the yes. old man Hawkeye from the Avengers game. And then, obviously, old man Logan, the comic book arc, they recently brought that character from like the super popular graphic novel and plugged him back into modern day and uh, Marvel comics universe. So I'm thinking maybe they're, they might be aiming for that sort of thing. If the case is that it's the post apocalyptic future, which would be really cool. Cause those are some of my favorite stories. Seems like, yeah. Cause like- of, um, uh, so like you said, like in the Avengers game, like they just touched up on that and that storyline was beautiful. And I, and, and, and I don't want to 
see that like in the MCU, and we might see a version of that very soon with Secret Wars. Like I think that would be pretty cool to see. But in the first episode, uh, so I mean, and now it doesn't make sense because of uh, in the first episode of Loki, they um, they like talk about you know how there was this great war through the timelines and how they um, pulled and and th- that's a clear mention of Secret Wars. But now that there's no real timekeepers, who do you guys think is really behind everything? And do you think it's a character that we know that, you know, maybe experienced Secret Wars? I think I know. Coordinated the TVA. If you say Mephisto, I will kick you out. I will kick you out, sir. All right. That's why I thought. He's going to be quiet. Now, Ray, go ahead and finish up. Mephisto! Colin's been muted. It's Mephisto. Everyone knows that. I'm kidding. All right. Go ahead, Ray. Okay, cracking my knuckles, let's get into this. I have a lot of theories. Well, I mean, I guess it's just one theory, but a lot to say about this one theory about Skip ahead to two hours and 15 if you aren't interested in what Ray has to say. Okay, go. Get out of here. I'm kidding. I'm actually, I'm excited for what's going on here. So, the Nexus event that caused that perpendicular um, line off of the sacred timeline, um, on Lamentus One was caused, I believe, by Loki feeling a connection with Sylvie. Um, Mobius, and consequently the rest of the internet, has assumed that this connection has to be romantic, but I don't think that's the case. I believe that Loki recognized himself in Sylvie and saw how alone that she was, because she's been on the run from the TVA since she was a very little child. Um, Loki even stated that being alone is one of his biggest fears. Um, he feels empathy towards her in that moment, and for the first time in his life, is able to turn some of that empathy like back on himself. And he's beginning to realize that neither of them deserve to be alone. And because this is the first time he's ever experienced this kind of emotion, he's not this kind of connection with another person. He's not entirely sure what to make of it and what it really is. Um, and like when he uh, goes up to Sylvie after the battle, he says, this is new for me. Well, of course, it's new for him. He's never really opened up to another person before in any sense of the term. And what's important to remember is that this Loki came from Avengers. So this Loki hasn't been through Ragnarok and hasn't reestablished a relationship with Thor. This This Loki has specifically felt utterly alone his whole life. And he never opened himself up to caring about another person like this. And he's not sure how to handle it. And we obviously know that Loki cares for Sylvie, um, but that doesn't mean it has to be in a romantic sense. Um, Tom Hiddleston said in an interview that Loki needs to work on himself and that his relationship with himself hasn't been very healthy. And this show uh, is Loki trying to accept those aspects of himself, which he's been on the run from. This connection that he has with Sylvie is about self-acceptance, which Josh, you mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, And Loki realizes that Sylvie deserves better than to be on the run, constantly on the run, and to be alone. Uh, And if she deserves better, then perhaps he does too. And that neither of them have to be the villain that always loses, and neither of them have to be alone forever. Um, And the whole show so far has been about challenging Loki's perception of himself. And by forming connections with both Mobius and now Sylvie, he's slowly learning to accept himself as well. And so it's just this big buildup of character growth. 
Um, and it's the start of Loki going down a path that's different from the one that the TVA has set for him, which is why the Nexus event was such a big spike. Um, he's established a connection with someone who understands him and his mindset, and it better allows him to understand himself. Uh, and he realizes through this, he doesn't have to be alone anymore because he has somebody else in the universe who understands who he is um, because they're the same way. Um, and he doesn't have to be alone anymore. And that's it's going to change like everything going forward. Snaps for Ray. Preach, girl. Yeah, yeah. I like so, it. So... So what Ray just said, I want that kind of cut and paste of just her dialogue. And I want that to be like the demo for our podcast, because that was said in such a beautiful way, Ray. That was awesome. I had to write it all out. I had so many emotions flying through me. I (laughs) want to say that I don't think it has to be one or the other. I think it can very much be character growth along with there being some romantic interest. Uh, I I don't think it has to be one or the other. I like the thought that that's that is very important that we need to note that there's a lot of character development in it but i also don't want to take away from the fact that there could be a romance there we never know i mean we'll see what happens yeah. in the show a lot of people are like oh he was gonna kiss her and it's like um no i don't think so i think if anything he was maybe going to hug her um yeah neither of their like, tongues were out that's how you kiss yeah. right you gotta start <laughs> with the tongue and just kind of get in there I, well <laughs> yeah well so so I I don't know about that Ray. Um. Uh, oh, he was gonna kiss her for sure. Yeah, because but. of the way the way that he was going in, like it just looked awkward. Like it didn't look like a hug. Well, he's like, never had. He was leaning in like of... this, and then like she was just like, "What is happening? Like what?" Like, I what? love Ray. I've rewatched that sequence. He wasn't he wasn't leaning in. Let me. He he was. He she had put his herself arm, in Sylvie's shoe and imagine shoes and imagine Tom Middleton trying to kiss her, and that's not the face she wants to see. So she's right. Yeah, he wasn't trying to fine. kiss her. I'm on board. That's fine. Uh, okay. I mean, I, 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 I agree with Ray probably more so than I agree the other direction. Um, because all of these shows so far, every Disney's uh, MCU show, WandaVision, uh, Winter Soldier, Falcon... They've all had a very singular goal, and that is purely the growth of Point the out Mephisto. And to lead us into Mephisto. Character growth, and it's all going to culminate into me being wrong about Mephisto. Um, so it's very clearly that. It's very clearly that they want Loki to grow. They want us to see how he grows. She's right that yeah. it's obviously through this a friendship and maybe not a romance, but it's definitely still a love. It's still a a feeling he hasn't had before that is different. It yeah, could be romantic, but it's definitely it's definitely love. It's love, but it could be it could be platonic love. It doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be yeah, romantic. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. What do they call it? The, the agape love. That's what they. It's they, like they, I, like I mean, uh, you would know, it, Cody, it was in yeah. your vows. <laughs> I don't know, Greek um so i mean i mean so for some for some reason if they do end up being like together in a romantic way it would be a very weird metaphor of of saying like hey if you can't find your you know if if you can't fall in love with someone fall in love with yourself like well yeah yeah 
female yeah. version of myself would suck. That yeah, she'd be the worst. <laughs> Let's just spend the well, next five minutes talking about how awful uh, the opposite it gender would be, is. It would be really we weird. We get a lot more views. <laughs> you have three females as opposed to one. Focus, <laughs> Ray. Continue. It would be her. really weird if they ended up going with the romantic route because yeah. Mobius called it out as being so weird. Um, so they obviously acknowledged in the show that it's a little weird. But also, in an interview, Tom Hiddleston said that uh, Sylvie isn't Loki. Sylvie is Sylvie. Yeah. And I'm interested yeah. to see what people make of that. If she's and a- I'm curious. Like Sylvie is-, is technically... Okay, so, so Sylvie is technically a version of Loki from a different timeline where so Loki was not a guy. Like it, 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 it like ten, technically, Sylvie was Loki at some point, but she steered away from it and wanted to be her own thing because of she was like, um, w- w- of, of what she said, she like no longer wanted to be Loki, she wanted to be something else, someone else. So she came up with that name because she found out about the different versions of Loki and she, and she probably didn't like that whole like story and legacy of that. So I think at some point, you know, and they have acknowledged that she was Loki, but now she is Sylvie. She's no longer. I just Loki. remember. And I can see in Ray's face that she just looked. Yeah. I remember Tom Hiddleston used to date Taylor Swift. I just thought of that, and I don't know why, but that was it's a that weird poor man. That poor man. It's got a whole album yeah. written about him. No, not really. But. <laughs> All right. But. Yeah. That all we got so on the episode where you got some more monologues that are just gonna bring tears to the eyes of the viewers and all that good stuff. No, but what did what really okay, so Boo. I fall Sorry. for it every time. Every time Loki dies, I fall for it and I get so mad at myself. But never. Never um mad. what made me like because I, I cried during this episode, um, at the very end. And I think it was mostly because at the very end when Loki is trying to approach Sylvie and kind of like he's processing the emotions that he's feeling because he's never felt these things before. So he doesn't know what's going on and he's trying to verbalize it. And like we see Loki like right on the cusp of having like a real human connection and then it just gets ripped right away. And I'm like, I have been waiting like 10 years for this moment and now he's dead. Yeah, now you have to watch the next two episodes. So, boom, got him. And then, yeah, well, and then I so, so I had to take a little break, and then I watched the after credit scene, and everything was okay. Well, slightly okay. I was still on the verge of like happiness, and it was ripped from me. Well, so what if he starts dating the old man Loki because he also gets <laughs> guys? They get each other. They have an understanding. It's not really romantic. Connection. It's more of a, I don't know. You know. The internet is pretty upset at the possibility of Loki and Sylvie being together because that means that Loki would not be with Mobius. I, yeah, well, don't, I, I, about I don't, I don't really one. see that. I don't, see it. I don't ship it at but, all. Boo, you guys suck. Whatever. <laughs> whatever ship well, makes you happy. Still yeah. key. Well, that's so we're not going to talk about it. The Rule 34 has got it. You can hang out over there. Yep, there that's a big, big fax right there. We're going to. We're gonna ignore it here on the podcast for as long as I can. So, what okay. does that make so, you uncomfortable? So, well, no, Rule Thirty Four implies that we would have to change the the rating to explicit for this episode. Yes. I don't want to do that. No, no, I no. I'm uh, 
I'm gonna log off if that's the case. <laughs> I actually love Owen Wilson. Okay, so anyway, um, uh, I, I, uh, I think something that is very interesting as well is that um, WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, they, um, they kind of dealt with the aftermath of Endgame. And and we all didn't think that was going to happen with, I mean, like the real aftermath um, of Endgame and Loki because Loki takes place in a different time. But um, but I think in a way, I think Loki, you know, experienced in the first episode of seeing everything that happened. I think that, you know, he saw that as a wake up call and and uh, and he got to the point where, you know, he was going to hug her, kiss her. I, I don't know. But um, uh, uh, but a, but that moment of the stuff that happened and those in the movies did get to this version of Loki. And and it's crazy that now we're seeing kind of more of an anti-hero version of him instead of like the classic like, um, you know, on the verge of being a villain. Um, but like, and I don't know, it's 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 Just very interesting. So far, you know. and always will be the god of mischief. Yeah, I yeah. think and there's still a chance. He's leaning more hero recently, and that's yeah. fine. There's still two episodes left. I think. Yeah, but I still, I still think there's a chance. Hard there. left. Right. I'm just but curious the- if he's going to like survive the show. If like there's like a possibility for like more Loki in the MCU in the future. They've already confirmed season two of Loki. So. Yeah. You're kidding. Nope. Yeah. So it's going to be called Sylvie. <laughs> I just ripped up my headphones. I got so excited. It makes me think right. that for sure Owen was something. I think we're all good on the episode, yeah? Anyone yeah, else let's, jump yeah. let's jump into yeah. Let's get the news. news. We're got a couple yeah. more so, Well, hey, that okay. was news to me. Yeah, it was. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, but, my day is made. So, uh, so Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever, started filming this past week. Exciting stuff there. Yeah, um, we so. don't know that much about the plot, um, uh, but it will deal with um, w- uh, with them not using Chadwick anymore. Um, so I'm curious on on on, on what the what? Just joking. I am. Uh, I am curious on on how they'll deal with that in the MCU. Like, I mean, I mean, how will they? Um, Kind of yeah, deal. I guess they're just no gonna kill his being. character. That's my thought. Yeah. I mean, it'd be weird if they're just like, "Oh, he's on yeah. a remote vacation and he, he's he's gone forever." It's, well, it's, you get right off a character like that. It's pretty guaranteed that sure he's taking over. So yeah, and I mean, and, and yeah, and I'm all for it. I'm excited for the new Wakanda show that they're going to be doing for Disney Plus as well. Yes. Yeah, we uh, talked about that. We're still trying to figure out who's going to be the star of that show. So that's going to be that's going to be a cool development later on. Um, yeah, I'm curious how they'll do the movie because it it would like you said it would be really weird to have him just be off separately. Yeah, because um, I feel like the mantle of Black Panther needs to be passed on, and. It would also be really weird to have him die off screen, but they also mm-hmm. aren't left with any options. Yeah. So I have a thought. It'll have to be better than Star Wars did. I'll tell you that. It'll have to yeah. be done like really carefully. I think. Yeah, yes. I have a thought. I, I, the way that I, honors Chadwick the... and the legacy of the character. Yeah, you know the that planes that he goes not... to in the first yeah. Black Panther. Yeah. I think that we could have. Uh, that kind of scene. Uh, the father, no, the father. Um, what's his name? Not T'Challa, but uh, the dad's name. Um, T'Chaka. 
Tachaka, yeah. I think that actor could come back and be like, okay, you you get the mantle, some sort of scene like that. They could write that. It's it's not the perfect way to do it, but that would make sense. Well, right. yeah. So uh, it's uh, I was gonna say it's a complicated situation because of not only is like he a fan favorite, um, but he's an icon. Like I mean, um. Chadwick has done so many great films like throughout his career where, where he's played, you know, these great icons, but black Panther meant like a lot to um, everyone. And I think that, um, that they just need to do it in a very delicate way where it's not only um, where it's not only like, you know, um, doing a memorial for this character, but is paying homage to him. Um, and, and it would be a great way to send them off. Like I'm cute. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm wondering how they're going to do that. I, uh, I would really like if they had like a memorial or kind of like funeral for T'Challa yeah. in the film. Yeah. I don't, I don't love it when movies do it. I don't think they've ever done it well. Well, I mean, so you don't think that, so you don't think the screen, so you don't think the funeral scene and, and Endgame was done well? Okay, no, no, the, the char- that was the character who had died. Not every time they do the not whole the actor. an actor died. Oh, it's, now it's let's like right his off. character. Okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay, I think the I, best way I, to do it with yeah, Josh is know. just hey, just yeah, you got to think of a way to do it. Job. It's not well, the MCU's well, job to I, carry on well, the legacy right. of Chadwick Boseman, just yeah. the legacy of T'Challa. I mean, for I sure think... they're going to put it in memoriam at the beginning or the end of the movie or both, but they're not. It's not their job to delicately like they just they need to do something and they don't need to do something that because like that is kind of distasteful when you if you ask me if you do a, a funeral for an actor that died it's a little bit different than a oh yeah no not like for that. the actor so, I know it's like, oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah you gotta no, acknowledge no, just... that that character yes. is dead but, and yes. I think right, you want to pay respect you don't need a to funeral for right. that I'm not talking I'm not I'm not talking about Chadwick I'm I'm talking about the yeah okay I all right but I, what i'm saying is if, if, the, if the character doesn't die on screen in the movie it Don't feels weird it, to have a funeral they will yeah. not do a paul of... walker situation though like i mean no. they like can't do it i mean because of they like did that in rise yeah, of skywalker have brothers to yeah. like have no no, no, like, no, no. They, so 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 they did that with rise of skywalker where they used deleted scenes and and uh and then they just wrote it like into yeah like the movie to make it work and that's it exactly just, what like, surprisingly well done for- it, it was well done but at the same time I like you like so. you like knew that that, that yeah. she did pass away so it was it like was, oh it was very well, you obvious that it was her in the scene where you went to space where it made sense for the character to die not bring her back just to have the character no die. no that's no, no. That's it. We're not, it's, i'll put an next right now <laughs> done that when i have this discussion i love okay, it. okay so uh, anyways i think black panther 2 is going to be great um yeah. i think you know we might see dr doom you know and 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 credit scene because of sure, kevin feige kevin feige already confirmed that that the fantastic four will be the last film in phase four yeah so Whatever. that's yeah, a good sign all the, the the title cards and all that stuff a while yeah ago. um well i i mean i mean right but they never gave it like an actual release date and yeah. um yeah so uh but uh not only dr D- it would be a great way to put dr doom in there because of dr doom first appeared in the comics and in the fantastic four comic but it another great character which you know we've been 
um, you know, they brought, they've been hinting at slowly would be the character Namor, Namor the which is yeah, wh- wh- which is the which is the Aquaman of Marvel, pretty much. He was um, their first. I'm just. Yeah. I mean, I've Namor never heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's not yeah. very. He he's not universal. Right same deal that they have with Hulk. He can't have his own movie. It's owned right. by the same company, so they get to use him in a different type of capacity and he hasn't been a fan favorite in comics tv shows no, or movies in no decades so he's, he's not not interesting i Atlantis don't know is yeah atlantis I, I, is interesting and break that's why it was originally uh what was it the war of the two kings or the tale of two kings that was the original title for the second one and then chadwick yeah. passed away and they changed it to something else which is obviously totally fine but i don't think they're going to scrap the entire idea of doing namor no, i think they might but i don't think so well, no, um, uh, because of they, because of they are now missing, you know, key characters to Avengers, and they have to build up the new roster of Avengers with characters that mm-hmm. people are going to fall in love with, I like they did with Iron good, Man and Captain up. America. So I yeah, think I that Namor is the right yeah. answer then, but it could be. Yeah. Well, well, I'm, well, we do I, have I, the X Men. Let's not forget. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> but, so right. But here's the thing, though, like you, you have to think about like, you know, um, mm-hmm. these like past 10 years have been for our generation. And now with these new films coming out, we're like kind of building up to like a new generation of kids falling into with different superheroes. And I mean, and when no, Ant-Man came out, Guardians of the Galaxy came out, no one was like, oh, my gosh, like these characters are great, like especially with the Guardians like that. That was a risk. That was a huge risk because no one really like and it's, it's going to turn. Yeah. Out. Yeah. So, and I mean, and, and, and I mean, like, I mean, like the Eternals and Shang-Chi, like these are characters that, you know, no one really knew, like, like that anyone really knew about. So a lot of people, when the Eternals trailer came out and Shang-Chi came out, they were like, hang on, I got to look it up. And when that new trailer, you know, that came out for Shang for, uh, yeah. Uh, and it showed Abomination fighting Wong. Kevin Feige confirmed that was Wong, by the way, which is yes, pretty cool. Yes, it is Wong. But, uh, we talked about on the Wong's last episode. Dope. I uh, forgot his name. Uh, <laughs> Remember Ray? Uh, Throwback. Yeah. Yeah, so I uh, and and I think the reason why they did that is because I think they wanted to bring more people in into the movie, being like, oh, wait, Abomination and Wong are in it? No, I'm kind of curious. Out the old, that Abomination was a weird one. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, what other no Marvel news do we have? I think we did it um, up on Black Panther. We... Uh, Speaking of Wong, um, there, um, there, there was some new uh, Spider-Man merch. Oh, this is my favorite um, part. This is my favorite part of the episode. This is our everyone that's going to be in Spider-Man. Let's talk about him. That's every episode. Yeah, someone yeah, new. yeah. Who is yeah, it this so, time? All right, so um, yes, uh, it else. is it is going to be Wong and Doctor Strange because there was a new Lego set that, that, that comes out, and this is not the first time Lego has spoiled a movie. Um, uh, and, uh, and it's awesome because of, you know, Wong and Dr. Stranger in the set, but Wong has a, uh, has his costume from the original, I mean, like from when he first debuted, um, uh, where, uh, where he he was wearing this, what don't they wear like similar garbs all the time at, you you know, yeah, here, um, not going to be that much different. I just want to point out that I don't, about think, it so I, can... I don't think the Spider-Man costume is that cool. That was confirmed. One, it's it's going to be like a it, it very like, like Scarlet Spider, I think it was in the comics, and it's like that with a combination of Iron Spider. Yeah, and I I don't think it looks. It very looks good. yeah, it looks like the Scarlet Spider one a little bit. Uh, again, yeah, I mean the the Spider-Man oh, news. We'll see how it looks in the movie. Great, because there's just so me. many characters at this point. 
I think we're at 434 different characters who will make their appearance in Spider-Man. It's making me nervous, man. I don't know if they can pull it off with this. Yeah, I mean, you just character. have to throw for 30 seconds, right? Like, Wong can come in and have two jokes. And I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm not worried about it. It's going to be a good movie, but I think, like, I don't want it to feel overbearing. And it, it, it it's becoming more and more likely that that's going to happen. So I just, I don't want it. it well, yeah, it could happen. It could have all the X-Men in it. It might have. Oh, my God, I will light the whole movie on fire. <laughs> Just can't do it. They've introduced all of the X-Men. Uh, did we talk it? about that in a previous episode, Where uh, how we want them to introduce the X-Men? I feel like we did. Where yeah, we want yeah them. I mean, in, I just... Probably when talking about WandaVision. We definitely talked about it a lot during WandaVision. And, I and I look forward to the whole X-Men thing, but I, I just... We're just going to keep getting hints of it over the course of the next few years. I don't think it's going to be Five years. No. I don't think it's going to be in the next two years. So that makes me like, just be weary of like trying to guess on something that's we're just going to guess on again in six months. And then we're going to guess on again when the next movie comes out. Um, I'm excited for X-Men. I love it. I just, They're my favorite Marvel it's just too far away so. at this point. Yeah, I, I don't want to worry about it too much. There's a lot still going on. And right until they're in Spider-Man. Whose music is this? What is that? Is my phone exploding? A friend of mine sent me on Spotify that there are parts of the Loki soundtrack now on Spotify, and there is a recording of Tom Hiddleston singing his drunk as Guardian song. Great. And as soon as you Spotify, you guys should watch the Marvel stuff podcast. As soon as I clicked the link to see what it went to. It started, it started playing, playing at full blast. Yeah. 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 So, uh, uh, so kind of going back to the new Spider-Man merch, they also uh, dropped, um, not that Iron um, Spider mix costume, but but there's another one where it's like black and red, and uh, yeah. and and it's very similar. Um, I I can't think of the suit's name, but Josh might know it because he's a Spider-Man fanatic. Well, uh, Adam's um, a Spider-Man fanatic. That would be my brother. But um, oh, okay. <laughs> Black and red. Uh, there's there's a few different ones. I don't know. Um, is it the? There's the, the symbiote one that's black and white. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Much, it's, yeah. But, but but I I mean uh, but it's cool that we are getting kind of different versions. I I mean it's it's interesting it's like that kind of that yeah it is it's really interesting that they're kind of steering away from from like the classic spider-man costume i mean that that you know it's like red and blue it's like boom it's spider-man and then they jump to red and black and Ooh, like, oh, okay. i can plug and something real Spider. quick um if you guys want there's a there's an audio version of the spider-man graphic novel craven's last hunt and i've been listening yes. to it so it's an audio drama of that graphic novel and everyone's saying that that's what they want the craven movie to be and I've I been believe to it. it seems pretty good. So I mean, just, I believe yeah, that's what they said. I, I believe that's what they said that the new Craven movie is going to be based off of. Except it's okay. not going to have Spider Man in it. Yeah. Well, then who's he going to hunt? But whatever. All right. Tune in, tune in next week to learn that Batman is going to be in Spider Man: Multiverse of Madness. We're excited. <laughs> Howard the Duck. Win. Yeah, Howard the Duck. Just the keep Teenage just... Mutant Ninja Turtles. All four. <laughs> All four of them, um, except so, for the good-looking ones. Uh, uh, so for um, so so right now, as 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 the characters, you know that who would normally not appear, like in you know this and Spider-Man, we've got Doctor Strange, we've got Wong, we've got possibly Daredevil. 
Um, we've got. We uh, We're gonna be here for another hour. Everybody's just everybody. I'm just. I'm just trying to think if we missed anyone. Um, all the Spider Man are gonna be in Spider Man. Okay. All right. Well, that's well, clearly. It, clearly, you guys aren't fans of Peter Porker, but that's just me. I would right. love. I'm Peter a fan. Porker. Okay, John can we Mulaney. get John Mulaney? Because <laughs> we need John Mulaney. John Mulaney's in this. It can get weirder. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, what I'm saying. I'm, I will, I will pay it. good money to see John Mulaney. That would right. be really funny. I love him. The worst Spider-Man discussion. Is there any other news <laughs> in the MCU? They're going. Um, well, no, but we got about four and a half hours left of this podcast, so let's just. We are twenty game. minutes over our average, so what our we edit limit is two up. hours. Uh, right. Kevin Feige did slam uh, Alfred. I, I can't think of his. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, because Molina of he leaked the. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which, which again, I'm surprised that that they even got that released. Well, at like least him, it like, wasn't Tom. <laughs> at least it wasn't Tom Holland this time. Good work, Tom. Yeah. Way to keep track of what's going on. We're proud yeah. of you. We love you. You're a turd. All right. This is the Marvel Stuff Podcast. Tune yes, in next absolutely. week. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, yeah. maybe Twitter if we get to it eventually. Group, it's great. Yeah. Lots of good memes in there. Uh, we love you guys. We're glad you're here. Share with some friends. We're excited to be rolling through. Um, our new website, um, our new website is going to be up in um, in Ooh, in a week or so. Oh yeah. yes, make sure you and join we'll us. drop that as soon as we can because we'll make sure to we've... mention the next episode. Yes, awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining us so much. This was awesome. Tons of fun. Glad to have Colin back. Ray, you're still the best person on this podcast, and we appreciate that. See you guys next week. And in the meantime. Don't have too much fun without it.